Welcome to Three Monkeys and a Typewriter, hosted by Josh Jones, Archie Kittermaster Keane, and myself, Oliver Charles James Harry. Now, in this semi-bi-weekly podcast, we each write a five-minute script based on a randomised combination of person, place, and genre. Then we read them, we laugh at them, and we try our very best to make sense of them. In this, our eighth episode, the combination is actor, airport, and action film. It's all the A's. Joining me tonight is Josh Jones. Hello. And Sorry, who's this? (laughs) What's this character? I don't know. (laughs) Jesus, I don't... Jesus, fuck. I, 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 hello. <laughs> and, and Archie Keane. <laughs> hello. Hello. Um, Welcome. How did you guys find this week's combination? Oh, thoroughly enjoyed. I had I had an idea from the offset. Did I write it for two weeks? No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> it was all written on the last day. I had the concept from day dot and then wait till the last day. day to actually uh, put it to uh, fruition, shall we say. Mm, mm. Mm. This is the part of the podcast where we all sound quite knowledgeable. Yeah. We yeah. sound quite organised. We, we sound considered. Yeah. And then we get down to our podcast in, in podcast uh, entries in the cold light of day. And right. they're, they're not that. You could say they're the opposite of that. You could say they're... <laughs> A hideous horror show of our of our minds, of our subconsciousnesses. There. Um... What do you think, Archie? Uh, yeah, I I reckon <laughs> I reckon you're right. To be fair, um, <laughs> I like Josh. I I really enjoyed writing this one. Um, I didn't have an idea from the offset. Um, sure. I had an idea more recently. Uh, well, today, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the last two hours, for example. Um, but yeah, and uh, and yeah, I think just the combination of the it, like, it, I think, you know, it happens every now and then. Uh, but I think these three prompts all fitted together quite well, and so uh, I found it uh, not necessarily easy, but I found it fun. It was a fun script to write. Yeah, yeah. They are they um, are definitely uh, more cohesive than some of our previous ones, aren't they? Now, when <gasps> I was messaging, yeah, I was going to say when I was messaging both of you earlier on about you know settling you know recording times and other you know sort of yeah adminy adminy bits. Um, you both gave some pretty worrying uh, you know first impressions as to what your script well, I, would be like. Yeah, this all I I said that mine was. I, I felt like I'd taken some inspiration from Ollie's usual script uh, technique, and uh, I don't, know why, that should, I don't know why that should. Yeah, which gave me a panic attack Archie, at yeah. three in the afternoon today. Because <laughs> the idea of sitting yeah. through ten pages as opposed to five pages of fucking absolute <laughs> delirium was too much for me. Do you know what? I I really thought about this long and hard because I feel like I haven't really stretched my legs as, as a screenwriter. Oh yeah, <laughs> Christ! What have you been doing then? These are lunches for anyone else. <laughs> you were listening back to and last week, being like, "You know what? I could do better <laughs> than this. I could do better than last this." Last week, and you then... said you'd reined it in. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I, as I said to Josh when we first hopped on to call this evening, I fear that this week I have jumped the shark <laughs> in a spectacular manner. And after this week, I, I want to go back to... Well, I know it's episode eight. Eight episodes want, in, you jumped the shark <laughs> so early, right? That's I want insane. To go, I want to go back to the drawing board. Oh my God. And I, I really want to... I want to better myself as, as a creator, you know, because I want to make tonight's really cohesive, well thought out, <laughs> witty. It, it was done with those things. And in fact, I wrote two scripts. There is actually a ghost script that will never see the light of day. What? Yeah. Yeah. God, what's uh, it, it became very weird. It, it, involved... It, it involved literally the fonts jumping the shark. <laughs> it literally, it, I, I don't know. It involved this guy in a Willy Wonka mask, and he was shooting a woman in the face, and then uh, this actor became Daniel Craig, and, and right, kind of skyfall on, hang happened. On, hang on, I can't tell if you are being serious or yeah, I don't not. Know if you're joking, this is really worrying. This is really scary. I'm not. <laughs> I got four pages in. I thought this is horrible. <laughs> four you know pages. I, I, that's I, a whole. That's a whole script. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what? I, I do worry that like it's mm. just turning a little bit like jokery, and we're Robert De Niro in this scenario, <laughs> and 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 we're gonna do mm. an episode all together at some point, yeah. and Ollie's just gonna come with some shit smeared over a piece of paper, and then he's gonna blow our fucking heads off, I think. I think that's how the podcast ends, because you're really scaring me, Ollie, I think. Because every I? week, right. every week, like, like even last week, like, this, this, this is what's scaring me, last week you came with your most mental script yet, and you were like, oh, I've reined it in this week, guys. And this week, you're not even pretending that you've reined it in. You're like, mate, this is fucking depraved. This is bad. Like, you're, you're like, falling yeah. into and welcoming your own insanity. And it's really worrying. I don't... I, I, I'm not sure... <laughs> I'm not sure if it's good for you. I don't know if it's good for the content of the show. I'm really... Yeah. It, it worries me. Sure, sure. However... I, I hear you. However, do I always <laughs> look forward to see what are these written? Yes. Do I always enjoy what Ollie has written? Yes. It's, yeah, that's true. It is, it is, uh, you know. Oh, she's less sure about it that. It takes all sorts, <laughs> doesn't it? It takes all sorts. And, I, and, yeah, well, and Ollie, just, you're a sort. He is. A, he Thank is. You. He's, yeah, he's certainly I, I, something. I think, I, I think, yeah, I, I'm looking back. And as I said two or three shows ago, mm. I look at my scripts like Bretty and Easton Ellis looked at American Psycho. It is as if some third being has written it. Because yeah, I look at it. It scares me because you're so calm mm. about this and yet so ready mm. to admit. Yeah, I don't remember writing fucking Marlon Brando as a cheater coming out of the fucking woodwork. Yeah. yeah. Have you actually and... been doing DMT? No, well, I wish I was, but no, I, I, <laughs> I think what I think what it is is that I take the rest of my day quite seriously, you know, with my work. And I, yeah, mm. I'm quite disciplined, and I think that I don't really see many people. And I think that <laughs> this is my, this is some sort of sounding board. It's some this sort is, of this is your, yeah, this is your um, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit like I'm top the caretaker at the school, yeah. and I get twitchy, and suddenly I go mad with a gun. It's a bit like that. Um, and I then, admit and that then, in and a creative like a, way. And then there's a news report about it, and they're like. 
Oh, I never would have expected it. Not him. Yeah. He was just so exactly. quiet. He was so quiet and kept to himself. And then it's like... <laughs> and then he did this. Exactly. And, they, and then, like, the detectives find all your scripts. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like when fucking detectives search a serial killer's house and they're, like, reading through all of his insane notebooks. And they're like... Oh Jesus Christ! We should have seen this coming. <laughs> like it's like that's what it Josh is a bit and I seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. Exactly <laughs> I feel like it. I feel like Archie is Morgan Freeman and you're Brad Pitt, Josh, <laughs> and I'm Kevin Spacey. This is seven, yeah. and uh, you're, the scripts are you going into my little house and it, it's all very satanic and weird. And I, I I do get scared by it sometimes. So next week, I promise to you, the viewers, I'm speaking to you now. That I will uh, clear up my act, and I'm gonna come back with a bombastic script because I'm afraid this week is not that. <laughs> How do we find the genre? But quickly before we move on, classic, isn't it? Action. Yeah. It's yeah. It's quite. It's. I. I'd argue it's probably the most generic of any. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. It's of good. any genre, it's, it's good. It's easy. Anything goes. It's got comedy in it. It's got. Yeah, you can. You can violence. Fit a lot of other genres into it like romance yeah. comedy mystery like there's a lot it yeah. pretty much needs all of them yeah yeah, yeah. it yeah that's sort of, yeah it is it's just an amalgamation isn't it action which which i think is good for uh feats such as what we have endeavored in that uh it makes it easy it makes it makes our job easier doesn't it mm, that anything yeah. goes i think that i think this was genuinely I mean, it might come across in the writing, but I haven't done a a, a second check. I, I I finished it and went right to PDF done, um, without looking back over it. But I think that this was the easiest to sort of come to me as a a sort of a a, a stream of consciousness. Yeah, <laughs> this is my Ulysses. <laughs> this is your James Joyce moment. <laughs> I, I honestly, this is the hardest one for me by a long way. Really? I really struggled. Yeah. What? I had what, to write two scripts. It? I don't know. I think I just sat down today and I just, I just, I don't know. It wasn't was it that flowing. you were I, you were leaning too far into a certain other genre, or you were? I, I I think I was trying hard for the first time. I was conscious of trying to do something normal, but I just uh... and I knew that on the tip of my tongue was something quite good. And I thought I could do some sort of Tropic Thunder type thing. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. You're an actor and it becomes real Mm. and you have to actually use your skills that you've learned from, you know, martial artists and stuff over the years to actually fight someone. And then it did sort of fell apart and it became boring. And I just thought, do you know what? I'm going to have a blowout. I'm just going to do the most peak Ollie scripts possible. And then next week... I'm going to actually do it. I'm going to plan it out, storyboard it, properly make it come together. But I like to think of this as kind of the your end mag- game. Your magnum opus. This you're going <laughs> yeah, it, actually, the, the strange thing is, as you'll see later, the theme of my script is about a magnum opus. I think the classic action is is your Mission Impossibles, it's your yeah. Bonds, it's your Die Hards. Yeah. Um, Anything with a big time bomb at the end. Yeah, pretty now, much. Again, not to reveal too much, but like uh, we were messaging a bit before getting on the call, yeah. and Josh, you asked the question if both 
you and Ollie have both taken quite a bit of Bond inspiration in this. Is that, do you think the case? Is that where you like... I definitely is, is have. That, is, that, is that each of your I, like immediate go-to in terms of action or is it is it something else? The first, genuinely, the first film that comes to mind whenever I think of action is Die Hard 3. I've had, yeah, I've had this argument many a time and I will forever argue that Die Hard 3 is the quintessential action film. It's the perfect action film. It has. I haven't, right? I haven't seen it. I don't know if I've seen the film. I, I haven't seen one Die Hard film. Three is, oh my God, that's awful to start off with. Um, but three is the one with Samuel Jackson. So it is quintessentially action in that it has. It's got a European villain. It's got right. uh, immediate threat in like henchmen. It's got a uh, long-term innocent threat in there's like a school bombing being planned and threatened. Um, it's got a car chase. It's got like, right. a, you know, a final shootout, like a duel sort of thing at the end. It is like, and it's funny and it's, it, it, it is the epitome to me of what an action movie is. It is like, right every trope crammed into a film and it's specifically Die Hard 3. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, I, I would agree with that, I think. I think, yeah, I've got all of that. But it's... um, You've got all of that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. You You've know, got all of those I mean, things I mean, <laughs> Bond had Bond had Felix Leiter, didn't he? Oh, God, I love Felix. Um, And, and his many women. You know, um, mm. Tom Cruise had... Oh, what's his name? What's his What's his name in Mission Impossible? Ethan Hawke Hunt. No, Ethan Hawke's the actor. You're right. <laughs> no, Ethan Hunt is, is, is the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Ethan Hawke. Sorry. Yeah, Ethan Hunt. Yeah, yeah. And he's got. But, his, but that's a weird thing. Like, he's got Andy su- Newton. <laughs> <clears throat> no, but honestly, that's like I remember going to see the latest Mission Impossible, Mission mm. Impossible Fallout, um, mm. in cinemas and i'm I, like, I haven't seen the first one for example like as a film series i'm not like i don't familiar really, i don't really care about like the overarching story or continuing story like okay, I, yeah. I i essentially i guess think of them as like standalone films but to a degree i think that's almost what they're doing at this point as well like they're giving you the most minimal like easy action film plot possible but then they're going all out and honestly i'm hard pressed to think of like a more like in terms of like what you're saying josh something that's got everything i'm Mm. hard pressed to think of a better modern action film than the most recent mission impossible like say what you will about like tom cruise and Mm. uh, like other people who have been like involved in those movies and stuff but like like it's it's so good and the commitment to everything like being real and like yeah i I love it it's 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 so good it's genuinely like one of those things and i know that like you know it's put it's part of a thing where like older classic action films or like older films with, with some older classic films you have to like put your mind back in the position of like uh what the technology and what the audience was like at that time like i feel like it's kind of like that with like Blade Runner or something like mm. that, you know. Mm. Um, but with that, it's with 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 Fallout. It's I genuinely, and again, I know we're talking about action, so there probably are other examples. But right now, I can't really think of another example of a film where watching it, I genuinely felt 
just fully immersed and like swept away by it and then suddenly like credits were rolling and i was like holy shit that was like that was intense. you say suddenly credits were rolling in a two and a half hour long film. no but no but like do you, like learn but like do you know what yeah, i mean yeah. like i know i, I know was, yeah like I th- it, it, I, i'd agree with you I'd, i would i would genuinely agree with you i think like it may- is... maybe it was the fact that it was in the cinema as well but it was like i, I remember like yeah. i've seen obviously a lot of action films like mm. and and even with more like m- modern action films and stuff, I remember watching them and like my TV production and like writer brain can't help but like deconstruct what's going on a little bit and sort of like mm. thinking when the plot beats are going to be coming and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, whereas with that, I genuinely like you were not into the ride, but like yeah, I it, literally I just completely let go and I was just in for the ride and I was like, holy shit, they've just actually fucking jumped out of a plane, like not CGI, they've mm. actually just fucking jumped out of a plane. That's mm. nuts. And then like the next thing happens and the next thing happens and the plot doesn't make any fucking sense, but you don't care because it's fucking Tom Cruise. And I must say, it, the plot would make sense a bit more if you had seen the other ones. <laughs> Yeah, true. That's very true. Like even so, that's but, yeah. me. But I feel, no, but, I, I feel like equally, that's another thing. I like, think that's that's more of a testament to it. The fact that you didn't and you still enjoyed it as much as you did. That's yeah. I think that like, it, yeah. That that's the other thing is that like it's the other thing with action as well is that it's like instant accessibility. Mm, I think is mm. essential yeah. in them. In that like even with Die Hard three, whilst there is an overarching story, I don't think you necessarily. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, but you probably don't have to have seen the first two uh, to watch. You have to have seen one. The, well, okay, spoilers. The bad... but I've no, but spo- spoilers yeah. for, for those who haven't seen. I can I can always cut this out or bleep it or whatever. But it's his cousin, me. right? It's it's Hans Gruber's cousin. Yes, but then right. there's also a couple of extra things. Like it's it's like to do with his relationship with his wife and the kids and stuff. Oh, okay. it's also, but, but, it's also but, important. But, but, but yeah. But but even then, for a casual viewer who's not necessarily a die-hard die-hard fan, oh. you, you you could <laughs> like I like I'm sure you could just watch that film without yeah having, of course as, as, yeah yeah as yeah. brilliant as the first one is I'm I like I'm sure you could still watch the first the like the third one even and yeah. there's probably a line in there that's like he was my cousin and like for those yeah. that that for those that that means something to you go oh holy shit he's his cousin whereas for those who are seeing this for the first time and have no context to like earlier mm. diehard films like it's like oh cool that's a reference to an yeah. earlier film but then it doesn't yeah really, okay like, so you're still you're still enjoying it like just as yeah much. you don't like, you it, don't have to have seen it but it helps to have yeah or it does yeah it doesn't take any way th- it only adds it doesn't take anything away to have seen the previous one um but yes Lovely. we've been talking we, a while do we talk <laughs> yeah, about so do, do, gonna, we, do we talk about this on. Oh, okay never mind i was gonna say do we talk about tenet or do we just get on with it let <laughs> me just get on with it oh we are not getting <laughs> be 25 tenet, minutes yeah, <laughs> um okay let's get on with it then uh we'll roll on to the next section and decide whose script we're gonna go first I decide that I want to see Josh's script first. Oh, wow. Amazing. Right, don't open it yet. Josh, have you been first before? Uh, I think, yes, I was first for the romance one, the job interview. I think. 
I went first. I don't know, actually. Oh, no, I you're right. Go... Yeah, you did. You did go first that week. I think I did go first, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, this is an honour. An absolute honour. Um, right, <laughs> right, so I'm going to cast it before you guys open it, because uh, I want you to see what the names are. <laughs> um, so I would like... Uh, Ollie, can you please play Daniel? Okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Pierce. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, and uh, Roger. Oh my god! This is the <laughs> best. This is the best casting oh, ever. Actually, sorry. Can you play? Can you please play? Sorry. Can you please play Daniel, uh, Timothy, and Roger? Um, oh, can I play? Oh, okay, okay. And no, then I could get. Get gone. Uh, but but I, hang Archie, on, I feel okay. I'd like you to please be uh, George, okay. uh, Pierce, and uh, Sean. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I, I okay. 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 I like. It's, you, do you get? Do you get it? Well, yeah, uh, I get it. Well, like, you're very clever, but just logistic, like purely from a logis- logistical point of view. And Ollie, sorry, yeah. correct me if you think I'm wrong here, but I fully feel like Ollie does a better peers and a better Connery than I do. I don't mind All doing right, just fine. the peers. You can. I, I okay. just I can't do a Timothy Dalton, but I, I think I could do that's a very fine because I think Archie does peers. a better Welsh accent than you. So yeah, fine. He does. All right. Sure. I'll flip. You can have. You can have them back. Um. So I'm so Ollie. We say who you are, and then I'll say who I am. Uh, I think I'm meant to be Daniel Pierce and uh, Roger. Yeah. And I am Timothy George and Sean. Yeah. I I almost made you flip for Roger because I genuinely can't work out. But I think yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a hard one. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> How fucking nightmarish would choose, it be? If... I can't choose which one of you <laughs> is the better Roger. If I both like, did it. At the well, same I mean, time, I mean, so... I'm I mean, you clearly chose, and I'm insulted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can um, I can I just say as well how fucking nightmarish would it be if like even though we're all the different bonds like we all just we all we said all of our lines in Roger's voice so like at no <laughs> point is it clear like who's who and it's always just hello uh, hello yes yeah, so hello I'm Timothy I'd like I'd like uh, the actual you know the classic accents because they all have iconic accents I guess yeah. Daniel's is less iconic. Um, he, he still has it. He still he has, has an accent. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting. No, d- no. Ollie does a fucking. <laughs> da- I didn't yeah, think it possible, but we have <laughs> video footage somewhere of Ollie doing Daniel Craig, and it's weirdly good. Oh no! We yeah, <laughs> All right. Should we? Can we click onto it? Uh, yes, you can click onto it. I can't do Connery. I don't know what to do. Oh, all sure. right. Okay, fine. Um. Well, I can, I can, uh, I can try. I can give it a go. No, yeah, you can no, try. He, he only has a couple of. I'll, I'll take Connery then, and you can have, uh, you can have henchman. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, that's a lovely role. <laughs> um, right. He, I mean, Connery. I think has like. <laughs> so hang on. I'm the two realized. least favorite Bonds and henchman. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for you. Now. You've been robbed. Do you want to be hostess as well? <laughs> no, it's fine. Fucking do it. Whatever. I mean. You you gave away Pierce. <laughs> no, I know because I want I want it to be as high quality as possible, and oh, so okay. I'll, you know, I'll, <laughs> sure, fine, I'll, sure. I'll, I'll I'll take one for the team here, and I'll be henchman right. Timothy okay. Dalton and George Lazenby. <laughs> you can also be you can also be hostess if you want. Yeah, right. Uh, 
Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and you can you can be Idris as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Nice. You could be so you're every part except for Sean and Ollie's. Right. Um, the Bond bomb. Uh, interior airport. We see a pair of legs running through a crowd. Cut to a further shot of the crowd. Back to the legs. To a flight board. Back to legs. Over this, we hear quick and breathing and cuts and cut sounds. Um, classic foot chase scene. As the leg turns a corner down a flight gate marked private, we start to cut out and see that it's Daniel Craig. He slows to a jog and raises his hand to the staff at the gate. Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> He has his boarding pass, passport, and, uh, and is ushered onto the plane. We see his seat is A1. He walks to it and sees Idris Elba sitting there. Idris, you're in my bloody seat, mate. <laughs> I thought you were only contracted to fl- four flights. Back for a fifth. Out. Idris looks sad and gets out of his seat to leave the plane. <laughs> Daniel sits in, sit, and settles in. He looks next to him and reaches across the aisle with the handout for an introduction. Hi, I'm Daniel. And you are? I, I haven't seen his bond. Should I he's, just Austra- dist- he's Australian okay. for a start. <laughs> yeah, he is Australian, yeah. George Lysenby? <laughs> oh, okay. Are you one of our guides? No, I was bond. Daniel looks at this older man and we see a sympathetic face come over him. He reaches and pats George on the knee. Sure you were, mate. No, I, I really was. Matt Damon. Pierce Brosnan comes up between the two. Not Matt Damon, I'm Daniel Craig. <laughs> 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 oh, well, either way, I'm pleased to see you haven't run the franchise into the ground. I left it on a very solid save for you, remember? Uh, remember all that great CGI they had in mind. I told them to add that. <laughs> I was like... Wouldn't it be great if I surfed in a tidal wave and then there was an explosion? Then I survived it. I fired a Korean. Except he's not Korean. He's had plastic surgery to make himself white. Remember that, Matt? Daniel. And how could anyone forget? <laughs> Over the aircraft speaker system, we hear, Please take your seats and fasten your seatbelt. Pierce goes back to his seat and Daniel locks himself in. An air hostess walks up the aisle checking people's belts and upon passing one of the rows further back we see a hand reach out and spank her bum. For fuck's sake, Sean, you can't do that anymore. It's actually quite good. That's a very good Timothy Dalton. (laughs) It's very hard to do as Bob. That's really good. I'm just doing doing him in hot fuzz. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. She has a lovely arse, look. (laughs) A man can admire. She was a lovely arse, though. A man could admire. Oh, you be short. You do short. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck it. He's all of them. He's taken over. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I forgot I wasn't doing short. I God, Ollie, your fucking ego, man. Your ego <laughs> took over and pushed Josh a off a cliff. Carry on. Well, I can't follow that with Sean's like. No, oh. no. So I, I, Josh started saying to the prompt. I thought, shit, is it me? <laughs> it was the line. Right, sorry. Uh. She has a lovely arse, though. A man can admire. The plane begins to move, taxiing. The air hostess moves up a row and checks Pierce's belt, then the passenger sitting across from him. He speaks to her. Don't mind him, darling. 
I'll keep them in check. These bloody actors are all the same. Keep it on the down low. I'm actually a British spy. She gives him the sort of a green nod you'd give a senile old man when they tell you about a ridiculous escapade and moves on. She reaches the front of the first class area. I'm just going to go downstairs to check on the other passengers. She leaves. Show what you want our superstars to do while we wait for this to take off. I'm going to drink my martini. Shaken, not stirred. George giggles to himself and looks for affirmation. No one else laughs. Sorry, who are you again? I was... Bond. James Bond. We see him introducing himself to Pierce, a rowback from George. As he reaches out his hand, we hear an explosion and the whole plane tilts to its side. We cut to the exterior where we see the wheels have been blown off and the plane is at a halt on the runway. We hear a single gunshot from the lower passenger area. What was that? Sounded like an explosion. I know what a good explosion sounds like. Had some really good sound effects on my films. I made them had some explosions. Like when a pipeline was been blown up, there was all this stuff going around in the background. Loads of stuff like this. And then there was me fighting this really hot woman. When I was, I had this idea maybe this hot woman should kill people with her thighs. How cool that is to be crushed by a dummy thick woman. Sounds like heaven. That was no sound effect. It's Blofeld. Roger Moore, quick as a flash, undoes his seatbelt and stands up, brandishing a Walther PPK, the classic Bond gun. Jesus Christ! Where the fuck did you get that? <laughs> Don't worry, Matt. I'm a spy on Her Majesty's Secret Service. I've been put on this aircraft to protect you all. Put the gun down, Roger. Don't worry. I have a license to kill. No, you don't. Put it down. Is it even real? The camera cuts to the stairway that leads down to the lower passenger area and we see a hostess coming back up. She's being held in front of a man in a military-style dress. He looks distinctly European. As he gets further up, Roger points the gun at him. Put that down and come with me or she gets Distinctly it. European! <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> As in, like, well, that's British. Like, yeah, he's European. He are, though, you know, like, the classic, like, blonde hair. Put that down and like, come with Eastern me or she European, gets it. Yeah, Put that bond. down and come with me or she gets it. Oh, she get it, all right. Shut up, Sean. You shut up, you piss stain. You're just jealous of the girls I had star in my films. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Sean. <laughs> Where are you from? <laughs> You sound like you sound like a Columbo. I like it. <laughs> I I deliberately put in as many S's for Sean as I could, and I realised it makes it good. really fucking good. hard to do. I like it. And it is. I, I'm really struggling with this fucking Pierce Brosnan. I must admit, without without the words Cuba in in there, that's all I can do with Pierce Brosnan. Go carry on. Shut up, all of you. My boss wants the actors on his this deck. George puts up his hands and starts to walk towards him. Oh, I think we should do what he says, guys. I don't want this woman's life to be on us. I said I wanted the actors, not their servants. He motions for George to sit down. He throws his hands in the air and slumps in his seat. Enough. Tell me where Blofeld is. Who? You know who. Your boss. Tell me where he is, or I'll send you back to Russia. With love. Don't test me. Don't test me, boy. Roger holds his hand steady and lines up the shot. 
He breathes, closes one eye, and turns side on and fires under his arm. We cut to the henchman who looks stunned. We zoom out slightly and see that Roger has shot him through the hostess. Daniel rushes to the wounded hostess. Jesus fucking Christ, Roger. You bloody shot her. Seems like she had a good view to a kill. Are you serious with this right now? Someone had to stop him or Blofeld would have taken you all. Blofeld isn't real, Roger. Bond isn't real. How did you know my name? Who told you? What? Roger points his gun at Timothy. My code name. How did you know it? We're all Bond. What? What trickery is this? Roger starts waving the gun around, pointing it at all the other actors. We've all played Bond. 007. I even featured alongside 006. It was really great. There was this whole thing where I had to set off an explosion. What? Why? <laughs> Why does Piers take <laughs> talk for so long whenever he speaks? He just I, talks. I was going to say. He just talks. I get, like I get so lost. I get so lost. Oh my god! It's all one sentence. I'll, I'll explain it all at the end. All my logic behind these. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he sounds like he's passing away every time he speaks. And he always... Especially when 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 he actually speaks, he's so breathless. I've got to keep this breathless yeah. thing go for a paragraph. But he talks for five. Five minutes at a time, it's like he's giving a TED talk. <laughs> give give this guy just, an inhaler. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain the, the, the little... Uh, <laughs> Imagine, little you give him an inhaler, you, give an, you pass him an inhaler and immediately he's like... <laughs> Hello, that's much better. <laughs> Literally. No, that's better. Um, okay. We had to set off an explosion. And he said to me, it's time to a certain amount. But uh, I, I don't know why it's gone out like that. <laughs> But I took time off because he was going to die. So he went off early. Then he got caught in the explosion. And I had the great idea that at the end he had to set off an explosion in the same way. It tells me I only have a certain amount of time. But actually, he only had a, he, he had also taken time off, like I did, with the explosion earlier in the film. What are you talking about? <laughs> we are all Bond. We've all been James Bond at different times, Roger. You haven't. I don't recognize you. Look, we need to work together here. There is actually someone attacking this plane. It's because of us. We need to do something. Matt Damon is right. Let's make a plan. Sean, you go get the dead guy's gun. Piers, close the blinds on the windows, Matt. Check the back. You! Points to George. Check the overheads for anything useful. And Roger... Keep an eye on that entrance for any of Blofeld's men. They all nod and go about their tasks. We'll get through this. You remind me a lot of M. Blind shut. No explosions getting in here. I found a couple of tasers in the back. A couple of cricky bits in the overheads. I've got the gun. Just checking the body for anything else. Sean is clearly just fondling the dead hostess' breast. Sean! Fucking stop me! Sorry. Such a losh. He stands and walks back to them. We then cut to the lower deck and follow more henchmen running through the aisles towards the stairs. We catch up with one at the front and reach the stairs. He looks up and we see what he sees. All the bonds with their various weapons poised and ready to strike. Roger shoots a shot at the camera and the classic bond blood falls down the screen.
Bravo. <laughs> I wish I thought of that. That's excellent work, sir. Thank you. Wow. Excellent work. Um, yeah, I like it. It, it came to me, and the first thing I thought was like, oh, if I'm doing all the bods, they each have to have something like a quirk. And the thing with like Timothy was the straight man, always. Yeah. Piers Brosnan was ex- like, uh, was like obsessed with like the CGI and like how good his films were when actually you know they're crap. Um, uh, 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 sorry, no, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, <laughs> great film. It was the only one that I didn't uh, that I didn't do a detailed description of in his paragraphs. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Rogers, obviously, senile, thinks he's actually a, a fucking British spy. Uh, Daniel gets constantly uh, mistaken for Matt Damon because of the Bourne is, films. Is that true? I don't... No, it's it's like the whole because people say that the new bonds are only how they are because of the Bourne films. Oh, the Bourne changed okay, Bond. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah I get you. I get true. what you mean. Yeah. Um, that's why he's a more grittier stuff. So it's like the whole Matt Damon did it first thing, uh, and then right. uh, then George Lazenby is just forgettable. <laughs> oh, and uh, <laughs> short <laughs> Sean Connery's just a perv. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was <laughs> that's my idea. <laughs> That's fan- Honestly, that's fantastic. I really enjoyed that. I, I, I'm very jealous. Out of all the scripts we've done so far, that's the one I wish I thought of. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Any questions? Uh, go- yeah, no, I mean, I was going to ask not about even Pierce because I, fe- I felt like, one, my, my terrible accent didn't help, but it was very hard to get through all of his lines because uh, I, I there was so much of it. But uh, now I understand why. <laughs> so that's very clever. Yes, right. Good. On we go. I'm going to volunteer myself to go oh, second. Yes. Only oh, because on. I don't want to end this podcast with my... You've ended the last three? I know. I, I don't yeah, want I to do it again because yeah. it might sink the podcast. And we haven't got to episode 10 yet. So Jesus. it's not some sort of self-aggrandizement. Quite the opposite. Uh, I'm putting my balls in the vincing machine here. Fabulous. Well... Archie, so, do you want to do the yeah. honours of uh, reading the, the title yeah. page again? Yeah. Sure. Okay, before we click on it, I'm going to cast it. Or you can click on the first page, whatever. So, I would like Josh to play Sanguini Linguini. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd like Archie to play Danny DeVito. I'll play Adam Sandler. Uh... Let's have a look, shall we? Honestly, uh, the casting is the best bit of your script. I'll song. play Sean Bean. Uh, <laughs> For fuck's sake. Archie, you play Danny Glover. Uh, Josh, you play Tom Hardy. Yeah. Uh, Archie, you play Maggie Smith. Uh, who else have we got here? I'll play Daniel Craig, I guess. No, oh, he's in um, yours at all. <laughs> yeah, I was going to have a little warm up there uh, and sorry, who's got, uh, Josh you play Roger Deakins okay I, I don't know Roger Deakins he, he's the director mad? of photography for uh, Skyfall oh right okay it, it, it's, obviously. it's not yeah obviously <laughs> okay cool it's okay Archie continue on I'm just I'm so I'm, I'm so pissed off why <laughs> Why are you pissed off, Archie? No, I'm not. But you know what I mean. It's just like, like the first, the last three. It's been like, oh my god, how like, 
what are all these like I'd, I'd bother asking like what all these different people are doing in one script now I can't even be fucking bothered anymore because I know there's no answer to that question that answer is just a bottomless but actually, a bottomless there, there actually pit. is an answer this week there no. is an answer and to be fair for, uh, actually yeah I think half of them I can see meeting each other We'll see. Sure. Right, okay, we'll, we'll, let's enjoy this then. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, carrying on. Let's enjoy it. Uh, no Time to Write, written by Sergio the Bull Bellendini, uh, based on what I found down the back of the sofa in the drawing room of my mind palace. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. Uh, as I was saying, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, I apologise. This is the end game. This is, this is Avengers Endgame. <laughs> this is Avengers series. Endgame, Archie. <laughs> Next week you're going to get Schindler's List. It's going to be serious, it's going to be award-winning. You're not going to believe it. it's the same writer. Uh, demonstrate the dexterity of my talent. I'm so, okay, I'm so, so ready. I'm so excited. <coughs> All right. Uh, exterior, runway, LAX, day. Another humid day in Los Angeles. Danny DeVito is thrown from the lift shaft and falls to his death. Just another day at the movies. The director, Sanguini Linguini, is an Italian over from Rome to shoot his masterpiece, La Storia de Hollywood. God. Danny DeVito gets up off the crash mats and dusts himself down. Adam Sandler hands him whiskey. Nice fall, man. Why do you always catch me at my worst, you know? Last week I had three Kaylee Cuoco... What's her name? Cuoco? Cuoco, yeah. Kaylee Cuoco stunt doubles in a hot tub with spaghetti and meatballs. Your spaghetti and meatballs in a swimming pool? What are you, a cop? No, I'm, I'm just saying, uh, spaghetti and meatballs. Ah, quit saying spaghetti and meatballs. It's like that time you did talk wrench so I didn't know how to spell it no more. <laughs> Adam <laughs>, laughs and looks longingly at the sky. What? <laughs> Nothing. Just reminds me of the time Jen made me meatballs. <laughs> you were a sick man, you know that? What's sick about spaghetti and meatballs? What's sick is you dress a $2,000 sex doll in Jennifer Aniston's clothes and make it eat meatballs. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Jen's clothes. Oh, sure. You've even got her nipples pointing at 45 degree degrees like Rachel in season three of Friends. Sanguini marches over. What are you doing? Hang on. What are you two yapping about in Sanguini Linguini set, huh? Come on, pork chop, you've got to chop, chop, chop. Danny DeVito shuffles over to the side <laughs> of the set. He stands next to Sean Bean, who is adjusting his tie. Hey, Sean. Oh, booger off, Daniel. What, you got a problem or something? You stole my wife, you daft booger. For the last time, she was an actress, Sean. She wasn't even her real wife. Go blow your horn. Blow me on! You're taking the piss, mate. You know full well Jackson nicked that thing after fellowship, the fat kiwi bastard. <laughs> uh, Sean looks around, but Danny has already gone. Interior, plain cockpit, same time. Tom Hardy and Danny Glover are sitting in the pilot and co-pilot seats. They're wearing the full Pan Am outfits. Tom is fiddling with the controls. You know, you really shouldn't fiddle with those switches. Why? Well, this is a real airplane, and those are real controls. Of course it's not a real airplane, fucking late post. We're actors. 
What's that supposed to mean? What I mean is, we are playing dress up. This is make-believe. This ain't no make-believe, motherfucker. Alright, Daniel. You don't have to be fucking hostile, mate, yeah? This isn't real aircraft, okay? I mean, do you really think they would let Reese Witherspoon fire Harriet Chupcha over the Taj Mahal? Which film was that? I don't know, it was just an example. You're a very jaded man, Thomas. Yeah, well, put your hat back on, we're rolling in five. <laughs> Exterior. Departure lounge. I'm not sure why it's outside. Uh, same time. <coughs> Maggie Smith is standing against the glass, picking bits of popcorn out the seats. Linguini walks past, shaking his head. Oh, Mr. Linguini, I've been meaning to have a word. Not the now, not the now! But it is rather urgent. Linguini swivels on his heels and glares at her. His bald head is pulsing like a lump of garlic-infused uranium. His eyeballs are bloodshot, twitching like a bull's bollocks. Marlon Brando... <laughs> Hang on, what the fuck? Um, Marlon Brando is pulled out! Pulled out of Linguini's masterpiece! The greatest actor in the world thinks he's too lucky now for the great Linguini Linguini of Rome! That's brilliant. I think Marlon's dead. <laughs> Nonsense! I have not heard of... I have a word from the Amazon, a boy that even daddy comes from me from Paris, he says, Sergio Linguini, your lordship, your greatness. He says this, he says these words, he says, Mr. Brando, sir, the great Brando, he lives. Naturally, I was curious, but then he told me the most compelling story, the story of an ancient magic, a cheetah and a monkey. So you're just fluffing yourself in your own in your own works yeah <laughs> i told you this is end game mate end games all come together mr unbelievable Lingu mr linguini i have lost my phone to hell with your phone i am creating a masterpiece here you crone the story of brando's resurrection and the brando doesn't know what to play ball i will i say fuck brando fuck is a ball the baby brando headed all of you <laughs> The greedy keels over. That was honestly that was inspired, John. <laughs> that was fantastic. That's I, exactly how I heard it. I, I, in my head. I literally was waving my hand in that classic like. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, uh, Le keels over, suffering a heart attack. Thankfully, Kevin James, a registered nurse, is on hand to help. Interior airport bar, same time. Roger Deakins is having a drink with Daniel Craig. The deaconator is downing straight vodka, while Craig sips a cool Campari soda. So here we are, all played out. Where, where's Roger Deakins from, sorry? Oh, he's just, just sink like old posh man. I don't understand it. What are we doing here, Deakers? I don't know. Daniel, me old lad, I really don't. Uh, it seems everyone has completely taken leave of their senses. It's a bloody mess. Creativity is a wonderful creation, God's finest, but uh, it is also a burden. I suspect our friend Mr. Linguini here... Looks around, behind him, watching Linguini writhe around on the ground. ...has fallen into the abyss. I saw it once before, but I swore never again. You're a very eloquent man, Roger. Thank you. Shall I call up Ridley? Take the bloody call. They chick glass and sigh as Tom Hardy turns the jet engines on out of shot and sucks DeVito through the back of the 747. The end.
Um, so, I assume you were Linguini. Yeah, it's a metaphysical... Uh, yeah. So this Meta- is, so yeah. hang on, you've written your own swan song. Like this you like I've written my, <laughs> in the same way that Mozart wrote his own <clears throat> funeral song. Uh I I've done that for my uh, creative career. Jesus. It's a, it's a metaphysical a metaphysical I should say uh, yeah. stage play of of the end of the series of of narratives. Uh, yeah. The end of my brain, right. and uh, I, I think it's come to a nice close. And and while it's not a traditional action film, uh, well, I've taken the idea that it's an action and made it an action film set. Uh, so you know, I think you'll agree that it did actually it fulfilled the mm. uh, the genre demands. Mm. I uh, <laughs> I must say, when you said you jumped the shark, yeah, I was expecting so much worse i think that is actually probably one of the more coherent yeah, pieces yeah. Put I, forward. I, I agree yeah no totally i really i i genuinely I, I, I even though they were only there for a page i genuinely felt like i had enough time with every character in that. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was honestly as your as your uh your closing of the first eight um eight episodes of this as like rounding that off from the far have we come from the 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 bar in the western with the queen yes um, yeah jesus i now kind of feel like i know i know last week i i compared i compared that and said is this part of a like super versus where but i can't i kind of now feel like that was almost like a a blazing saddles it was like that was a set that all these actors in costume were drinking in yeah Exactly. And and they were waiting to be parts of your other things of Linguini's art and it has ended. Yeah. Thank fuck it has ended. Josh, <laughs> please do not fluff Ollie's ego even more when he's just written this and then compared himself to Mozart. I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> well, it, I got inspiration from uh, Federico Fellini. <laughs> <laughs> with eight and a half you know the, the uh yeah so the narrative I, is, is this creation of a film yeah uh, I, ge- I genuinely um <laughs> having recently watched mank i uh <laughs> i i have a newfound respect of that script <laughs> oh wow well, I, I, I appreciate that i feel like archie has some very different thoughts Archie, if we fluff him enough, he'll stop it. No, he won't. No, that's the problem. If we I fluff will. him enough, he'll, he'll, he's going to go away from this recording being like, oh, Mm-mm. they really liked that one. Maybe they're coming around. Well, no, because I, I physically can't get more. That's what I was going for. I was just thinking, well, yeah. I physically can't get out. I can't go any further with this. So, But I, weirdly, have... I, I agree with Josh in that I weirdly think that in the process of you attempting to do that, you wrote an actual... Yeah. Like very like more cohesive, yeah. Like piece. like dialogue heavy, but like dialogue that um made sense. I guess, yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, yeah. It was, it was, it was coherent. Good, thank you. I think that's about the, it, it, the biggest compliment you could get from Archie. It's <laughs> like being at school with parents' evening. Uh, thank you, appreciate that. Ollie has uh, amazing creativity, but in a way that kind of terrifies us, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah i mean let's say that's that's the end of that chapter but it's it's uh ollie the has next a, chapter i'm very excited about ollie has amazing um he has amazing imagination but a kind of sexual and violent imagination <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up quite well good
Oh, uh, well, thank Jesus. you for that. Uh, I, I, I promise that I won't put you and our listeners through any more of that. Uh, I feel like I've got something out of my system. I mean, without going off on one, because I want to go on to, on to, on to the next one, to Archie's, but uh, mm. I feel like the last eight weeks I've been struggling to, with something getting out of me, like a monster. Right. And, and I feel like I finally... Release the linguini. Yeah, the linguini came out. It sprayed out, <laughs> and you've witnessed that tonight, and it's over, and and the the world will go back to normal next week. I feel quite emotional now. Yeah, it's over. Mate. We've we've witnessed the end of it. I know. No time to write. But also, I feel something that we're overlooking here is that is that Ollie's. <laughs> like we've experienced the last eight weeks and now ollie is promising us something completely different, different. To that. <laughs> and i don't know what that means i don't know what we're about that to get. fear of the unknown exactly yeah yeah okay i am um, i'm here for it to be honest i i i agree with archie i feel genuinely uh emotional after that and i don't know whether it's good emotions or not yeah. Imagine if Ollie just becomes the fucking straight man of this podcast from here on in. It was literally that is it. It's all out of his system. Like an episode of Doctor Who. You just you sit yeah, you you sit you sit down at like your writing desk and you just and you go, There's nothing here. <laughs> Every <laughs> everything you write from here on in is fucking like Jane Austen just before like, It's dry <laughs> as hell. Yeah. <laughs> we can only hope. All right, well, uh, moving on Love from it. that. Uh, yeah. Archie Kutamaster. Magnum Queen. opus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From one magnum opus to another. <laughs> Take it away, sir. Okay. <laughs> now, again, I, I almost wish that I had gotten a chance to speak to um, to Ollie in his previous state because I feel like I also took some inspiration from his um, his previous work and I just would really like him to know is that what's happened we've both we've sat thing if he's out there if he if he's out there somewhere <laughs> in the ether i just hope he knows how thankful i am and how much uh how much i was inspired by him in this in this piece i'm sure he'd be glad to hear that um, wherever he is okay wait i'll open i'll open it up to you guys there's a lead girl and a lead guy who wants to be who wants to be what I'd be a girl, uh, a girl uh, even. Yeah, okay. Uh, Ollie, if yeah. you could play Felicity. Mm. Okay. And then, Josh, if you could play if you could play Bill. Right. So, okay. Josh, you are, you are Bill. Ollie, you are Felicity. And then that means that, uh, Ollie, you are Jack. And, Josh, you are Marianne. Okay. And then, uh, go, moving on. Uh, Marianne is a woman. Sorry, Marianne is a woman, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Ollie, okay. c- Ollie, could you please play uh, director? Sure. Um, Josh, could you play the president? Wow. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Josh. Um. Actually, do you know what? I'm trying to think. Who wants to? Who wants to be terrorist? I do like being terrorists. Yeah, okay. Ollie, you... I feel like I'm a bit of a creative terrorist. Um, mm, that makes me worried, your tone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Josh, you be terrorist. And then, Ollie, you be... Uh, actually, no, I'll be taxi driver. I think that's all the parts. Sure. But that sounds we'll, good. We'll come to... Right, sorry. So, I am Marianne Bill, President Terrorist. Yeah. I'm Felicity okay. Jack, a director. Yes. Lovely. I think that's right. Okay, cool. 
Cool, fabulous. Let's let's hit this. Interior, airport terminal, day. We fade in over some lovely Elvis Costello, although the scene we see is very much not lovely. We see yeah, again. I love how there's punchlines in the description. <laughs> <laughs> we see an air. We see an airport terminal ablaze with the ceiling smashed in, planes blowing up through the windows in the background, and cars doing donuts all over the place. People run screaming as debris falls throughout the terminal. Suddenly, through the crowd, we see Jack, a Bruce Willis Vin Diesel type, striding confidently through the terminal, seemingly unbothered by the chaos around him. He's wearing a ripped, bloodied vest and dirty jeans, his face smeared by sweat and ash. He swaggers up to Marianne, a pilot, a smart, tidy and proper-looking Cape Blanchette type, <coughs> who's stood calmly by the entry desk to the pilot's lounge. She turns and looks surprised to see him. Jack, I thought you were a goner. What happened to Dracula? Oh yeah, well, her, huh, yeah, well, her. Huh. All we hear from Jack is unintelligible, <laughs> smug-sounding, Vin Diesel-esque grunting. <laughs> you could say that again. Jack just grunts some more as Marianne pulls him in for a snog. Multiple planes explode behind them. Suddenly, we hear... And cut! We cut to a wide shot and see that we are on a film set within a busy and totally undamaged airport terminal. Lots of business people are rushing between gates, pilots and stewards starting and ending their shifts, and many more people simply milling around, shopping, eating, and waiting for their flights. In the middle of all of this is the film crew and set, blocked off with barriers from the rest of the terminal and with green screens all over the place. The actors playing Jack and Marianne break apart and the crew and extras rush around to get everything reset. We then see, stood just beyond the barrier to the public, Bill and Felicity. They aren't together, both just happen to be watching what's going on. Bill is a slightly dumpy, balding, slacker-looking type, dressed in airport employee garb with a name tag. Felicity is a young-looking art student type. Bill is looking on unimpressed, gormless, eating an apple, whilst Felicity bobs excitedly, looking between the actors. Wow, aren't they amazing? <laughs> Huh? Oh, uh, yeah, all right. Oh, sorry. My name is Felicity. I started to wrote essays on Grin Weasel and Barrel Sleep in my final year. <laughs> I want to be just like her someday. You could do better. They're not that brilliant. Well, why are you here then? You're clearly not a fan. I work at Baggage, just on lunch. Figured I'd come have a look, see if anything exciting was happening. Well, you might be in luck. President's meant to be visiting on Saturn's way to Air Force One. He's like best friends with Grin. Oh yeah? Suddenly we hear the director shouting over a megaphone. Okay, make way and stay calm everyone. POTUS is traveling. There's a break in the crowd of onlookers and crew as we see, flanked by security, the president. He looks like a president and is carrying a leather briefcase. He smiles and approaches the uh, he smiles and approaches where the actors are stood before chuckling and, and embracing Grin and shaking hands with Beryl. Grin, Beryl, how are you both? Wow, right on cue. Um, the pair look on in awe as the president chats to the actors. All of a sudden, we hear an explosion and crash. Uh, uh, 
we hear an explosion and crashing sound. The crowd scream and recoil and we see multiple figures clad in black body gear and night vision goggles descending on ropes from a hole in the glassed and metal ceiling far above them. They reach the ground and immediately start gesturing guns at the crowd, crews and actors. The lead terrorist, a Gerard Butler type, is shouting and commanding that the crowd get on the ground, etc. The director, however, steps forward, furious. Whoa, whoa, guys, you fucked this. We won't rolling yet. We only had one take with that collapsible ceiling. You've absolutely fucked us. Shut the fuck up, Vern. The lead terrorist butts the director in the face with his gun. The crowd gasp. Right. Everybody on the floor, empty your pockets. One of you's got something we want. The terrorists start spreading out and searching the crowd. Bill and Felicity are cowering behind an airport bench looking on. Suddenly, the terrorists spot the president, who's hidden himself behind Grin and Beryl. Well, well, well. Look what we have here. Grab him, boys. That'll be easily triple our payment. Sweeten the deal. No, uh, no. Please, in God's name, what do you want? Shut it, you. Bill and Felicity look on, terrified. Oh God, Bill, we should do something. You must be bonkers. I'm getting out of here. Hang on. Felicity suddenly fixates on something. <laughs> we see what she sees. She's looking at one of the terrorists who's circling the crowd. He scratches his head and whilst do so, lets his gun arm relax by his side. Felicity watches as, almost as if playing with a toy, the terrorist's finger twitches and presses down on the trigger, but nothing is fired. A steely resolve falls across Felicity's face as she stands and confidently strides towards the terrorists. What are you doing? Oi, get back into place, you worm. Felicity, cool as ever, walks straight up to the terrorist who raises his gun hesitantly. As she draws in, she grabs his arm and presses down the trigger of his gun. Nothing fires. They're not real guns. The scene bursts into chaos. The president, Grin, Beryl and the director immediately charge at the terrorists surrounding them. The, di yeah. the director scoops a clapperboard off the floor nearby and goes at a terrorist by him with it, clapping it over and over again around his neck. The president begins whacking the terrorist nearest him with his briefcase over and over again before it falls to the floor. Grin and Beryl form a double team, linking together their arms and swinging each other round to knock over the terrorists nearby. Camera and sound operators get involved, wrapping cables around the necks of terrorists. Even the script supervisors get involved, going at their enemies with biros and rolled up scripts. Finally, we see Felicity, who is clearly using her stage combat training to expertly disarm and take out her opponent, finishing him off by grabbing a nearby cleaning trolley, swiping his legs with a mop and barreling him into the bin. So, uh, finally, we hear a scream. Enough! The scene falls silent. We see that the lead terrorist is stood with the president in a chokehold ready to snap his neck. The fighting stops and the terrorists and our heroes drop into an uneasy standoff. Right. Enough of this. Now! Hang on a second. Grom? There's an awkward pause before the lead terrorist finally drops the president as well as his character. He peels off his face to reveal another young-looking art student type. Damn it, Felicity, what are you doing here? You've ruined everything! What is going on here? These ant terrorists, I know these guys. They're the improv group from my uni. Yeah, that's Anna, and Jasmine, 
Oh look, there's Kev. What the fuck are you guys doing this for? Improv doesn't play well. We've got a huge amount of cash delivered anonymously, said to dress up as terrorists and come here for some art piece. We were only acting. What? You're lying. No. He's not. Everyone gasps and looks at the president. Because the same thing happened to me. The president peeled, <laughs> the president peels off his face. Kate Winslet is underneath. Sorry, same, you have the goal the same, to criticize yeah. me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you've got a French terrorist who's actually from America, and then you've got the president is Kate Winslet. Carry on. You'll see, Not you'll see. <laughs> the same thing happened to me. I was told to dress up as president and pick up a briefcase from this warehouse in Queens and come in. No, I was acting. God damn it! Drop the act, guys! This is a burst! Bust! <laughs> the entire cast and crew all sigh and peel off their faces, including the stars. Grin was Elijah Wood, Marianne was Lupita Nyong'o, the director, was the director is Adam Driver. The crew consists of the entire National Theatre's production of A Streetcar Named Desire. Wait, hang on. Who am I now? <laughs> Adam Driver. So, so now, now you're Adam Driver. So basically well, the same, I, I, I guess. Oh, now you're Adam Driver. <laughs> Could somebody explain what the fuck is going on here? We were all ca contacted separately and told to come here for some super gorilla film making di filmmaking drama by Shia Beef. I'm an actor. I was acting this whole time. Wait, wait. Everybody calm down and shut the fuck up. You were all employed anonymously and told to come here to stage his film, which the terrorists, which terrorists, which the president was set to visit before terrorists burst in and caused a huge scene. But none of you were in on it. So what this all was this all for? There must be someone else involved. Someone else here. You wanted something important and needed this discretion. Some, someone, I really fucked this up. Someone you wouldn't look twice at. Someone who could just blend into the crowd. Hell, maybe even someone who works in the air. <laughs> not, not works in the air, as in work. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> as in work, as in, as, in, as in as in works in the airport, and then in the air. they just missed. <laughs> they they oh, I, I thought he worked in the air. I thought, well, that's in keeping with the rest of the script. As in she, as as, as, in, as in she like trails off. As in she, like. Oh, I see. I see. I was, I was... <laughs> Hell, maybe even someone who works in the air freezes. She freezes. Everyone is silent. Mr. President? Sorry, Miss Winslet? Where's your briefcase? Exterior, airport, day. We see the briefcase as it is carried out of the airport sliding doors and towards a taxi rank. We zoom out and see it is being carried by Bill, walking tall and confidently, a wry smile across his face. He takes off his name tag and drops it into a bin as he walks. He walks straight up to a taxi. A rushed looking businessman is holding the door open but is shouting at an airport staff member who is helping him with his bags. Bill just steps straight into the taxi. We hear him mumble a place name and it takes off. Interior, taxi, day. All is quiet in the taxi as they pull further and further from the airport. Gosh, did you hear about all that commotion at the airport? Bill's now speaking smugly and with a very different received pronunciation, almost Queen's English. <laughs> commotion. What's a commotion? Yeah, I heard there was some big fuss about the film set in there. 
Apparently it was a right mess with those guys. Bill just looks smugly out of the window. Typical actors. Bill puts on his sunglasses and grins. Archie, Archie, you have no right. <laughs> I, I take... You have no right. No what do you mean? No right to have a go at all these scripts yeah. after that. Both of, our, both of our scripts, you went, oh, bloody hell, what is that about? <laughs> we got to yours, some fucking British guy. Fucking face mask left, right and centre. <laughs> yeah. Because they were acting. The president is Kate Winslet. They were actors, they were acting. But why? What, so hang on. So what, what's the actual? <laughs> what, if if there was a next scene, what happens? I think I think that's the. I, that's it. I, th I don't think there is. A, I think I don't it's think there is a next film. scene. It's a short. Oh, is that, yeah, that, that your kind of very, uh, usual suspects? It, they, they, yeah. They blew the budget on the, the fucking costume effects at the high high Yeah, it was just actors. a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. So what? I don't get it because if if no one was who they say they were. Yeah, no, I, I get it. It's the art student. It's that it's that someone needed this package to be moved from one place to another. Oh, right, it was a package, and it was an there, easier course, way yeah. to do it. Was to cause a fuss okay. whilst they did it. It was some top secret. Rather it was, than it was some meat behind the bins. Was... <laughs> <laughs> well, just because that's Let's how you get Kate Winslet. In. <laughs> <laughs> Is she busy? No, she'll take it. She'll <laughs> take this role. Oh no, I was I was really happy with that. I was like, I yeah, it's, it's, it's very great, good. Actually. It's great. It's it. You, it's just you can't call either of us batshit after that. <laughs> yeah, I said I I prefaced this by saying that I took inspiration from Ollie. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. We have all had. <laughs> yeah, I'm honoured. We've, we've all had a batshit week. I've enjoyed. I think actually this week genuinely yeah. Ollie's was the least batshit. Wow. Yeah. To be yeah, honestly, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, I, th I think you might be right. Uh, fuck. <laughs> it's already happening. Uh, Linguini uh, is gone. <laughs> Linguini is Lin dead. Linguini has left the Linguini building. Linguini is dead. Long live Tortellini. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Long live Pesto. <laughs> uh, honestly, I really enjoyed that, mate. That was good. Very clever. Yeah. 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 I Honestly, Thanks. I've really enjoyed this week. And Archie, this... Uh, I want more. I want to. I want to know what they were filming. That's your. That's your next script right there. What were they? What were they shooting? That's your meta, no, because then it's just. For, then it's just like <laughs> grumbling and no. It's I, like no. it's like. Um, was it? Were you going for like the end of Casablanca mixed with Dracula? <laughs> no, I bet. I I I, <laughs> I think I wanted it as anyone would naturally. I think I wanted it to just be some like totally like batshit balls to the walls fucking like modern action film. I, like I I wanted it to not make any sense the fact that like they're in an airport and it's clearly either like a diehard right, or okay. a Fast and Furious type thing. And then the first line she says is, "Did you get Dracula?" And it's like, "Sorry, this was a Dra like I don't know. I thought that was funny." Um, I, I for some I, I pictured that the like the planes that were crashing behind them was like I I totally pictured like wartime. I don't oh, know. Really? Yeah, yeah, it was like World War Two sort of like you know I, I imagine him being like a soldier in full uniform, you know, like the 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 V yeah, the VJ yeah. Day. Um, oh okay. Kiss. 
Sure. I, I, yeah, because I, I got from the ma- the names Mary Allen yeah. and Jack. It sounded very uh, kind of Woody yeah, yeah. Woody Allen or yeah, something think, yeah. like that. Woody that Allen, your classic World War II screenwriter. Yeah, your classic <laughs> World War II director. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, thought... I don't know. It sounded quite Chinatown, quite like uh, what's his name, Polanski. Very yeah, Polanski. Oh, so, okay. so so two monsters just name drop two fucking monsters at me <laughs> after reading the script. <laughs> there you go. I I thoroughly enjoyed this week. I enjoyed all of our scripts. Yeah. Uh, but I do think it's like the. It feels like episode ten in a way. I feel like. But it does for you because you've just you you've you've laid. I've ended yeah, entire. You've, you've decided it's the end of your story. <laughs> you're, like, yeah, you're like Tarantino, and he says he's only going to do ten films. It's like you only wanted to do ten like episodes, but you've accidentally ended yeah. your story on the eighth. The difference is, everyone with Tarantino is like, "Oh my god, surely you can't do ten. Whereas with me, everyone's thinking, "Fuck me, you got to wait." Jesus, he's gonna he's gonna do ten. He's gonna stretch it <laughs> yeah, out. He's gonna to do 10. he's gonna do an epilogue and a prologue as the last two. <laughs> oh no, no, <laughs> no, no! I'm not. I'm gonna shock you next week or the week after. I genuinely, I almost want to draw up a uh, like a not a Venn diagram, but just like a diagram and try and connect all of your scripts Archie into this one oh, Archie Ollie into this one universe I feel like we've all done that to a certain degree though I think that we've all got these sort of we've, we've all set into our own styles I oh, think 100%, from the first 100%. few weeks we've all kind of you could still tell that Archie's is still in the same sort of world as the other ones uh, just in the way he tells the stories and the mm. type of characters he has and just same with you Josh I, I mean not necessarily this week <laughs> with your James Bonds. That is, I think it's it's generally. my most off the wall one since the Queen in the Haunted House, which is the first yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I think we've all got our own styles. Where if I was listening to this, it sounds very big headed because I'm sure you know our listeners don't think this deeply about it. But I, I would look forward to each of our scripts for a different reason. Like I think we've all got our own styles. Mm. I think. It, it, they're not bland scripts, which is the worst crime of all. I think we've all got hmm. our own particular stamp, and that's great. And in all honesty, do you guys genuinely try to manufacture your script in such a way that you are going to get a certain reaction? Or you go, oh, wouldn't it be, like, not just wouldn't it be funny if this line happened, but, like, oh, I could write this line, which would make more sense, or I could write this one, which is going to get a laugh from the guys yeah. which, which way do you guys do Without it doubt. the lot the oh, second one yeah well only to only to the degree mm. where i think by its very nature having five pages as a constriction mm. kind of limits you like but that's what i mean in to my me, mind i i don't do the latter because i maybe this week is an exception but i think you guys were just going to laugh no matter what i put in there is because of the fucking yeah. concept but I think it's five pages is such a limit that you need to make sure that every line is counting. Well, I think so. But I, I think by the same token, uh, I've kind of found until now, I'm going to change tack now because I've kind of, I've done the weird shock factor. Thing. <laughs> but I, I, my ethos was I've only got five pages to make an impact and for people to remember this script after this podcast is over. Yeah, I get you. That's so fine. I kind of thought... I'm gonna make. I'm gonna pack so much random shit into this. I'm gonna make it such a vibrant world, mm. for good or bad, that you're gonna want either more or less. Or but you're gonna be. You're gonna have an emotional reaction, uh, somehow. Uh, but I've come bored of that now, so I think I'm gonna go more in your guys' direction, where I actually plot in advance and organize it and huh. do it 
cleverly. <laughs> Archie? Yeah. Any any input? <laughs> How do you write your script? How do I write my script? <laughs> Did you, do you were you not listening to any of what was just said? Were you having a poo or something? Yeah, I genuinely thought that you would you were just like fucked off for a no, sec. No, I was just I was just listening intently to like what you guys were saying and like genuinely taking it in and then I, like, I know it I know it wasn't intended in this way, but I just feel like Josh's call out of like Archie, any input was just so, <laughs> no, was like sorry. so fucking grating to me. That was outrageous. No, like as in like what's your, like what's your opinion? Because I genuinely thought you had died. I there, there was no sound coming from your end at all. <laughs> at this Hollywood Reporters roundtable, you just like had a stroke in a corner. <laughs> would you guys? Would you guys carry on without me if I died? Well, yeah. until we noticed you died, and then we'd probably sign off the podcast. No, I meant carry on. Would you carry on the podcast? Not would you release the episode <laughs> that I died in? Would you fucking? Oh, Arch- well, Archie's Archie's not responding. He's clearly dead. Oh well, uh, it's a goodbye, please, from me, and a goodbye, please, from him. What are you talking about? I meant would you carry on with the podcast? Would you carry on with the podcast if I died? No, I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't. I would say the funeral is what he would have wanted. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, fucking Christ! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You said it. You said it like I was a fucking idiot. You, you, you said it like I shouldn't have asked that question. Like it was just like it was so obvious. Oh my, oh my god. fucking god! I can't believe that. Fucking, of course. Yeah. The still lives, bitch. <laughs> He's the third person. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! Oh well, yeah, no, of course, of course not. <laughs> yeah, of course not. Of course not. No, I mean, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, obviously, mate. Yeah, at your funeral, I'll definitely play the theme song for this podcast <laughs> as you go as you go into the mausoleum. No, the crematorium. We already agreed, guys. Years ago, we already agreed when we are all lowered into our into our in our coffins, it will play fame, but just that bit where it, it fades out. The boom. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I like since then, I've, I feel like I might have changed my mind because there's that bit, like in terms of a weird David Bowie moment, because there's that bit in. Um, you're gonna in say Lazarus? To Ash- oh no, no, there's that bit oh, in Ashes yeah. to Ashes. <laughs> Ollie knows the bit I'm talking about. Makes my bread well. <laughs> no, no, there's the bit in it's the, it's the bit in Ashes to Ashes between verses where he just does some like spooky monster noises. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. just like. <laughs> it's like, you sure you want those? You sure you want those in there, David? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay, David. So, for our place, next episode, we have <laughs> school 
A school. A school. Uh, For our person, we have a gardener. Oh. Interesting. So I guess I guess groundskeeper. More. Um, Mm. And then for our genre, we have science fiction. Oh, oh my god! Like Stranger Things type <clears throat> Stranger Things is science fiction. <laughs> it is indeed. Uh, holy shit! I don't know. I don't know what to do. I'm I'm drawing a proper blank on this one. I'm I'm not sure what to do. Oh, this is good stuff. I'm feeling happier about this one than last week's. This week's. Really? Well, is that happy because you know so. that you're going to do it as the straight man next week? Or <laughs> yeah, I feel liberated now. I feel absolutely liberated. <laughs> like a new man cool anyway that is that's fantastic I'm, I'm looking forward to that one yeah well well that concludes a very long very interesting very in-depth a very intense episode of three monkeys and a typewriter the eighth in fact mm. i've been oliver harry uh josh jones has been goodbye please oh so <laughs> bad archie has been uh, Josh Jones. Quite right, quite right. <laughs> Please join us in a couple of weeks' time, likely or not, for episode nine in a school with a groundskeeper or gardener and science fiction. Episode nine. Join us then. Feeling fine. <laughs> feeling fine. Almost up at that double digit. Episode 9, Cheese and Wine. Nice. Um... Yeah. All right. Okay, stay safe. Protect the NHS. We'll see you soon. Bye. Cheerio. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.